Pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning stays on his feet. Our time at five as we go to the bottom of the 11. Here's Aaron Boone. Nick's down three. Should the Bulls foul? No. Be careful trying to play it a second time. Can't do it. Here's We are back. New York sports deserve better. Episode 31. I'm the Big Diesel. And we haven't put, up, put out a podcast in a while. Um, a lot of, lot of reason why. Um, no excuses, but lots of reasons. I'll list those reasons now. Um, first one being that I'm lazy. I, I gave up on something that I truly like to do because it, was, it would have been more work at the end of the day. I started a real job. I said I wouldn't stop podcasting. Well, guess what I did? I stopped podcasting. Got lazy. I'm not here to make excuses. I know you guys hear excuses from, from all of your New York sports teams, from the, from the Giants to the Yankees to the Mets to the Jets to the Knicks. All the New York sports teams, I give excuses rather than take accountability. I'm going to take accountability because I'm that guy. So I got lazy. I, I said, hey, it's going to be too much work. Um, and it's not too much work. I can do it. I just don't want, I just didn't, I didn't want to put in the extra work. But a resurgence happened. I saw that New York sports needed a voice, saw that I wanted to talk about New York sports nonstop, but I didn't have my, my computer, didn't have my microphone. Well, that ends. That ends today. And I also said that the, I would I stop podcasting because of the Yankees and how they're on their win streak. And if I started podcasting, they may start to lose. Well, guess what? I didn't start to podcast. They did start to lose. The Yankees lost eight out of 10 games to the Orioles, Blue Jays, and the New York Mets. Congrats to one New York, New York team, the Mets, for having a hell of a series. The other New York sports team, the Yankees, they're in trouble. They're not making the playoffs. Here's why. They don't have the balls. They don't have the Nicki Minaj cousins, friends, balls. They don't. They have a bunch of guys that like to perform well when the pressure is not on. That's mostly their pitching. Their hitting has been extraordinarily clutch when they wanted it to be. But the pitching, the relief pitching, the starting pitching, they don't have balls. Garrett Cole, a guy that used to have fucking big balls. Not anymore. Guess what he just did? Lost to the Indians. One of the worst teams in the league. Gave up five earned runs from what I saw before I turned it off. That's pathetic. Your ace, while you're in the playoff, while you're in a playoff race, giving up five to the a team that's almost, I think, mathematically limited for the playoffs. That should be an automatic win. Ace on the mound, playoff race. Got to get it. Got to got to get that game. Didn't happen. That's why the Yankees aren't going to win. Aren't going to make the playoffs. They're not making a wild card spot. And even if they do, they're not winning that one game to get in. No shot. Yankees are an embarrassment. Aaron, it all starts at the head. The head being Aaron Boone. 
the only word to describe him, it's the perfect word to describe him, is incompetent. Moronic. I was trying to think of other of other adjectives, but I'm, I physically can't. I'm so stupid. So let's see. Yankees don't make the playoffs. Mets aren't making the playoffs. So baseball pretty much seems like New York sports is are better for that for the next six months because that offseason is going to be very, very, very lonely. No baseball, no postseason. But the, what are you going to do? Watch the Giants or the Jets? Because they put it out product. They're putting out product that you want to watch. So Yankees aren't making the aren't making the postseason. I'll read you the rest of the schedule that they have because I got my handy daily monitor from my work. The Yankees have the Rangers. And then they have the Red Sox, who they're in a playoff hunt with, the Blue Jays, who they are in a playoff run with, and the Tampa Bay Rays, who is who are very, very good. And I, I doubt if they can scrape one from them, I would be happy. In order for the Yankees to make the playoffs, they must sweep the Rangers, win the series in Boston, win the series in Toronto, and take one, uh, take two of, yeah, and then also win the Rays series, preferably a sweep in, in, in between one of those those series between the Red Sox and the Blue Jays, or else they're not making it. Won't happen. Those are, this is going to be one of the closest playoff races that you will you, that you will see for the next five years. With those series, at the end of the season. Boston, Toronto, Tampa Bay. Those are four teams, including the Yankees, that are looking to be in the playoffs. The Rays are already in the playoffs. But four playoff teams going at each other for the last three series of the season. That's incredible. I can't wait to watch. I hope I'm happy, but I doubt I will be because I have a feeling that New York sports are going are gonna to deserve better. So what are the what are the keys to winning these games? Pitching, confidence, timely hitting, and absolutely perfect execution in the field. No errors. Making the right throw. Making the smart decisions. Cleaning it up. No errors. Can't happen. Mental errors, those are at the window. Physical errors, don't let it happen. That's how the Yankees win, get into the playoffs. If they don't do the things I just said, they won't make the playoffs. And it's going to be a really, really shitty offseason with a lot of questions and a lot of concerns and a lot of anger and a lot more reason why New York sports are better. The Mets, they're out of it. I can't really speak on the Mets. Uh, the Mets are let's, – let's check out the Mets here. The Mets are five and a half games back of Atlanta. And they have they have the Brewers, are one of the best teams in baseball. The Marlins, not great. And then the Braves to end the season. Pretty similar to the Yankees besides the fact that they have the Marlins. So what's going to happen is they probably won't make the playoffs either. So what's the, what's the deal with the Mets? Where do you start? Is it Conforto not performing? Is that just a bad year? Or is that who he is as a player? Is it Dom Smith not performing? Is it him or just an off year? Those things happen. You see it all the time. Christian Yelich, arguably one of the best players in the MLB, that this year is on the best team, but having one of the worst seasons of his entire life. Same with Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger, one of the best teams in the league. He's not performing 
remotely close to how he's supposed to be. The thing, the difference between these players is that other people are stepping up on their teams. The Mets don't have those guys that, that perform, that step up. So it's a lot of questions Uncle Stevie Cohen is going to have to answer this offseason. And I think, honestly, he will spend a boatload of money, a boatload of money this offseason to get his guys, to get the guys he wants. He's voiced his frustration already in a, in a Twitter rant, which is the first time I've ever seen that from an owner on Twitter, at least. You've seen owners rant, Jerry Jones, all those guys. But you don't see him rant on Twitter. That was a concern. Also, the booing, I don't want to get into that. That's, that's soft on the Mets players. Maybe that's why no one's stepping up. because You guys are all soft. You guys are down in the dumps. So you, you don't dig yourselves out. Pathetic. Booing your own fans. Get out of here. Not us. Absolutely not us. Because guess what? We continue to watch your shit play. We continue to go to games. There's a reason you're one of the most valuable franchises in the world. It's because of us. Because we continue to put our asses in the seats. You don't put our asses in the seats. We put our own asses in the seats because we care. We're passionate. So don't boo us. That's ridiculous. Francisco Lindor, you should be ashamed after the season you've had. You're lucky people haven't burned your jersey yet. Javi Baez, you've been in New York for, what, all of three weeks and you start booing your own fans? Get a grip, buddy. You stink, too. Get like a 280 on-base percentage. Absolutely abysmal. Pathetic out of the Mets. Don't boo the New York sports fans. We deserve better, not you. All right, now on to <laughs> that was one of my best rants of all time. I gotta be honest with you. I just I I lost it. I just kind of blacked out, just kind of went for it. But there's no hope in baseball. So let's hop over to the football side of things. Um doesn't look like there's much hope for Jets and Giants fans, Jets fans. There's a slimmer of hope. Zach Wilson made some really, really, really good throws uh, in week one. Uh, lost to Sam Darnold, though. That's kind of salt in the wound. Like, let a guy go, new guy comes in, you lose to the old guy. Not great. You also lose your left tackle, who's supposed to be that cornerstone on that line, that that building block you build around him. He's gone. I think he tore his kneecap, but he's for I, some by some miraculous – medical stuff he's not even out for the season i don't know how that works nowadays but if i tore my kneecap i'd be not i would be in a wheelchair not walking for three years but yeah jets aren't looking great they got blown out by the patriots zach wilson threw four interceptions that's something you don't want to see and after the third one you might as well just kind of sit him down just like hey buddy like you had a good game we don't want you getting hurt but like in your in your head you're like if this guy throws another pick he may never recover mentally. Yeah, we'll see if he does because they kept him in. I mean, Mac Jones and the Pats, like, they didn't really do much. Like, they only put up 22 points. Their defense did phenomenal. But, like, that offense, like, that's a, a very, very beatable, very beatable team. And you put up a, pretty much a goose egg. That's a really bad performance. Not something you want to see out of your starting quarterback from Zach Wilson. I don't know much about the game. I was, I was on my way back home from, from a trip. So I was kind of following along on on the on the score app, 
But Zach Wilson, I, let me know if he showed flashes towards the end, but four picks is disgusting and unacceptable from a New York quarterback. Talking from a guy who followed Eli Manning, who follows Daniel Jones, who knew about Sam Darnold, watched Sam Darnold. Can't happen four. Four is bad. But then we go to the New York Giants. The New York Giants, I was there week one, boots on the ground, and let's just say I was very excited for this game. Very. New offense, good defense from last year. First time in MetLife in two years. Everything was adding up. And this is going to be a good day. Don't get me wrong. I had a great day. Spent the time with my family. Had some good, had a good tailgate. Had some good food. Once you get into that stadium... It's all business for me. I'm watching the game every play. Not My eye is not leaving the field. Bathroom breaks, forget about it. I'm working. Podcast, tweeting. But yeah, the Broncos game sucked. I was sitting there in the stands wondering when the offense was going to get the ball. The Broncos continuously just like monotonously just down the field. First down. First down. Second down. Third down, first down. They, they, it's not like the Giants weren't getting the stops on first and second. It wasn't just like first down. It wasn't quick. It was They were getting the third down and then not getting the crucial stop to turn the ball over back to them. Gets to third down. Don't make the stop. Teddy Bridgewater, kudos to him. I said he sucked. I said he sucked and I said he wasn't good. He's a good quarterback. He's very accurate. He picked apart the Giants' defense like none other. Last year, he didn't really see that. The Giants defense played phenomenal last year. They are they were very bad in week one. That's the reason they lost the game. Daniel Jones also very timely fumble. Like horrible, horrible, horrible timing. But also, he didn't have much time with the ball. The Broncos had the ball for almost the entirety of the game. Almost the entirety of the third quarter, they had the ball. And then by the fourth quarter, the game was already over because the Giants fumbled. I don't know what it is about the defense this year, but it's not looking good. So that's what I say in the defense for week one. Defense for week two, absolutely fucking disgusting what you allowed Tyler Heineke to do to you. Disgusting. You should be ashamed of yourselves. He violated you. It, it is an XFL quarterback, a guy that I had on my scouting report when I was an intern at the XFL. You're really letting that guy put up 30 against you? That's embarrassing. That can't happen. If you're going to get pressure on the quarterback, you better get them. Because if not, they're going to throw underneath. They're going to find the spots. They're going to beat man coverage. That's what happened. And guess what? You have this, this defense that's supposed to be good. I don't know, what, I don't know what's changed. Cornerback, I guess James Bradbury's not James Bradbury anymore. He had that one pick, but Broncos game, he stunk. And then, so you have this bad defense, right? Or a defense that's not playing well. I won't call them bad yet. You can't go over reaction here. You have a defense that's not playing well. That can't happen when your offense also isn't playing well. And in week one, that was the case. The offense was not playing well. It was terrible play calling. It was something that Jared, uh, that Jason Garrett's head should have been on a, on a, a stake. But then game two, they kind of changed it around. They let Daniel Jones open up. They, they allowed Daniel Jones to open up the game more. 
something I've been preaching about since last season. You allow this guy to throw deep. He's one of the, he is the most accurate deep ball thrower in the entire league, maybe besides Russell Wilson. When Daniel Jones gets a chance to throw deep, he's a very good quarterback. When you have him throwing short routes where he needs to be extraordinarily accurate into small windows, he's not very good. Deep balls where it's go up and get it, he throws a damn good ball to the point where his receivers do get it. And he puts it in a spot where only they can get it. On those small ones, I don't know what the deal is. I think he likes throwing vertically, not horizontally. But he's one of the best quarterbacks when throwing the ball deep. And that's a fact. I don't, I'm not giving you any analytics because I don't want to. I think he actually is the most accurate quarterback on throws of 25-plus or more. I think I saw that somewhere. So week one, he doesn't do well. But week two, he had the potential to put up 300 yards passing and almost 100-plus rushing with two rushing touchdowns and two passing touchdowns. That would have been a hell of a game for it. That would have been a game that 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 ESPN was talking about. If they, Kyler Murray did it, which he's been doing, if, if Patrick Mahomes did it, they'd be like, this guy is destined for greatness, Hall of Famer, first ballot. That's the type of game that he was he could have had, if not for two things that happened. The first thing being a holding call. On one hand, I do want to blame the refs. I want to say that can't be called. That's an it doesn't it doesn't even come close to affecting the play on the set on the on the other hand i want to say to cj board you are not affecting the play at all get away from the guy you don't need to be there just stay away but you can't blame cj board you can't blame the refs so who do you blame you can't blame anyone because you're stuck in between that's what i that's what i'm thinking the second thing that held daniel jones from back from having a career game was daniel was Darius Slayton dropping a ball in the end zone. Yes, it was a bit overthrown, but you know why it was overthrown? If you look back on the video, Darius Slayton slows down once he realizes how open he is. And by that point, Daniel Jones already has it in his head that he is throwing this ball to a spot, a spot where he expects to be, expects Darius Slayton to be. The timing that they've worked on of him busting his ass in training camp and going all out all practice he decides to let up just a bit, just a bit, right, before, right, right as he realizes he's open. And that's why he has to catch up. That's why you think it's overthrown. It's not overthrown. He threw it to the right spot. Darius Slayton slowed down. So Darius Slayton, that can't happen. He did catch a touchdown earlier in the game. Great pass, great throw. I mean, great throw, great catch. But Darius Slayton's got to catch that. And then also, Joe Judge, if you're going to teach discipline and you're going to be this guy that's making people run laps, like, I love that stuff. You need it to work, though, or else it's just stupid. You're just going to make your players hate you. They don't change. I mean, you you, you yourself in game one through a challenge flag on a play that's automatically reviewed on a scoring play. Automatically reviewed, always reviewed. You throw a challenge flag. You lose a timeout. Ended up not hurting you because you guys suck so bad in the first game. But then you go into game two, and you have a defense and a, a, a team that's put that has 11 penalties. That's not that's not good for a guy that's disciplined, disciplined, disciplined. We're gonna outwork the other team. You're you're getting eleven penalties. The last being the Dexter Lawrence call. I I don't know if he got the perfect jump, but I know it's too close. I, I want to be the guy that says, "Oh, he got a perfect jump. You can't penalize him for that." 
but in real time when there's human referees, I mean, also you're at the nose. Like, what are you going to do even if you get the perfect jump? Besides, like, you, I, I don't think you're blocking that ball. Even if you get the, you, you got the perfect jump and you're still not blocking the ball. So if you're not going to block the ball, don't be offsides on a field goal, on a, on a game-winning field goal. That's how I felt. I also felt like my, my heart was ripped out of my chest watching that go right, watching that go wide right, celebrating, giving half fives to everyone around me. And then I turn around because someone points at the screen and they're too afraid to tell me with their own words that there's a flag. That's how pumped up I was to win. And then I turn around and see offsides. That. I haven't felt like that since I was at the Meadowlands watching Deshaun Jackson return the punt to win the game. Haven't felt like that. Got to be more disciplined. Dexter Lawrence is a great player, and he can't overreact. But that can't happen. Giants fans, I think there is hope. The offense showed a what they could be. And they, they easily could have put up 35-plus points that night. But instead, they made mistakes. And in life, guess what? We all make mistakes, but we're not paid for it. They're being paid for it. They're doing this every single day. So those mental, those mental, those mental errors, can't, can't afford those. Don't like those. Don't tolerate those. The physical errors, the aggressive errors of CJ Board getting downfield, making that block, that's great. You got down there and made the block. But don't put yourself in the situation where you can be called for a hold. Dexter Lawrence, you, did, you worked your butt off, physical. Aggressive error. You were aggressive. That's okay. I like aggressive errors, but not in that situation. It's a 40-something yard field goal. It's very, he can just miss it on his own. You don't need to do anything. You're, at the, you're a nose tackle. Lay off. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much the wrap-up this week for New York sports. I think I did a pretty good job summarizing what I've missed. I think that I actually, screw it, we'll hop into a preview for next week as well. Uh, the Giants play the Atlanta Falcons. From what I've seen from the Atlanta Falcons, they are not a good team. They are a very bad team, in fact. And the offense has to play well. Has to. Because if they don't play well against this bad of a, of a Falcons defense, it's going to be a major problem for the rest of the year. It's going to tell us a lot about this team. So you have Atlanta, 1 o'clock, Eli's retirement game. I am going. I will be in attendance for practically every single home game this year. I will be providing updates. I will be doing videos. But let's go to let's go to this Atlanta Atlanta game. All right. The Falcons have lost to the Eagles 32 to 6. An Eagles team that you saw is not very good. They got lucky. They played a bad team the first week. And then yay, they played the Buccaneers where they put up 25 points against a very good Buccaneers team but they gave up 50 points to Tom Brady and his team. Granted, the Buccaneers are a great offensive team. Not granted, the Eagles are a really bad offensive team, and they put up 32 points. There's no reason the Giants should not put up 30 points this game at home. Eli's retirement game, fans will be in the seats, yelling, screaming, hopefully at the right times. You got to – if you're running with Giants, any football game, right, and you're rooting for a team, on defense – be loud. 
on offense, you should legitimately be so silent that you can hear your own quarterback calling the plays. I don't get why New York Giants fans can't figure that out. On offense, we're so loud. And then defense, we shut their, we, we, we sit there and shut our mouths. It's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. It's the complete opposite. They, have, they legitimately have a sign on the screen when we're on offense is, that says, quiet, please, offense at work, because of how loud the Giants, the Giants fans are during the offense. And then they got to get Jabril Peppers on defense saying, let's go, D. Let's go, Big Blue. Get up. And no one says anything. Everyone's sitting there like horrified that the other team may score. I get it. We're excited. We just need to start doing that. But there's no reason the Falcons should be at us. They got one weapon, and that's Calvin Ridley. Kyle Pitts could be a problem, too. Could be a matchup nightmare. He could have a career game and a coming out party. But Mike Davis ain't going to beat you. Russell, Russell Gage ain't going to beat you. Matt Ryan shouldn't beat you. Giants should win this game, and they should win it so, 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 so certainly that it causes everyone to say that the Giants are the best team in the league. And this is what we have for the Jets next week. The Jets 0-2 heading into Denver, a team that I'm familiar with because I've watched week one. If the Jets can keep Teddy Bridgewater from picking apart their defense, they will have a close game. However, the Broncos defense is very good. Broncos defense gave up pretty much seven points to the New York Giants until garbage time. And then they gave up, I don't know how many against the Jaguars last week, which shouldn't even be accounted for because the Jaguars are so bad. But I honestly do believe that the, that the Jets have a chance in this game. I think going to Denver is going to be a tough test for Zach Wilson. But this is also one of those times where he can prove himself. Throws four picks, comes back out. The next week, throws four touchdowns, no picks. Beats a good Denver Broncos team away. Another case of a coming out party, just like Kyle Pitts may have against Giants. But I honestly think the Denver Broncos will win this game. Um, that's what I have for a preview of next week. That's what I had for a recap of, next, of, of last week. Um, I'm happy to be back. You guys are great. Uh, thank you to you guys for sticking around. Also, uh, Jeff Nadu, if you're listening, uh, get ratioed, bud. Um, yeah, thank you guys for the support. Uh, I appreciate it. It means the world to me. Uh, New York sports deserve better. Love you guys.